0: You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network.
1: Hello, Riverdale gang!
0: Hi, gang! Welcome back to our Watch Along Critical Commentary podcast for Riverdale, this weird little show of ours. Uh, recorded yes. in the, um, in the really in the general Salish Sea area um definitely along the Stolo River uh Stolo territory and the Great Stolo River which is i think usually sweet water and the uh Antia territories of the Musqueam Squamish and Tsleil-Waututh Nations which neither of us are on today that is true
1: um, i'm currently on Tsumas and Tsunemof territory um which for reference uh is on what would be called on a map Vancouver Island <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm back up in my usual Treaty 8 territory of the Cree, Beaver, Dene, and Métis.
1: Yeah. Also, for anyone who's celebrating, Hug uh, Shavuot Sameach. It is Erev Shavuot tonight, 5783. It's only going to hmm. matter to some of you. It's a very important Jewish holiday. <laughs> Hope everybody's eating lots of cheese and, and studying tonight. <laughs>
0: <sighs> I, 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 yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm tri- a
1: bad Jew. I'm not eating cheese or studying. I did eat some ice cream today, but I'm not doing any studying tonight.
0: That sound I made was me stopping myself from trying to echo that that salutation because I, my I, that's not something I can pronounce.
1: <laughs> oh, should we should we take a moment and we should we learn how to say Happy Holidays in Hebrew? <laughs>
0: Why not? We're here.
1: Well, if you ever want to wish a Jewish person a happy holiday, um, they might be surprised that you know this, (laughs) if you're not also Jewish. But uh, it is Hug Sameach.
0: Hug Sameach. And that
1: sound at the beginning at the end is a chet in Hebrew, and it's the same sound at the end of loch in uh, uh, Gaelic. It's the same, basically the same sound.
0: And that's one, that's a, a great that. connection for learning. I love I love that that the the Gaelic point of reference. Yeah. We're we I love I love nerds. Um,
1: yes, I love nerds <laughs> about, oh, even of
0: theology theology nerdery. Are
1: we talking about theology or etymology? Or both? We have mentioned both religion They're and language. They're intersecting
0: heavily. They're intersecting heavily.
1: We are. Anyway, hi, Riverdale gang. We loved this episode.
0: <laughs> this was fun, and we're bringing our energy forward with us. Um, I, uh, I I uh, had the delightful time watching this episode earlier with, uh, with Channing, uh, our sometimes co-host, guest host, this morning, um, up in my... Homeland place Um, and yeah we were thriving on the feminist uh, truth speaking Uh, and Veronica kept it moving Veronica kept our absurdity at at season two tier
1: (laughs) yeah although I was thinking about that and I was thinking about how unbelievable um, Veronica owning a business was in the former seasons. And there's something sort of more believable about it being in the 50s. And I know that's a weird thing to say about a woman perhaps owning a business in the 50s. It wasn't completely unheard of, I'm sure. But um, I think that like checking people's ages and checking the legality of things and was just slightly harder to do in the fifties.
0: Yes. I could see a minor just running the business by phone and signing the contracts and someone saying, sure. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I completely agree. There's it's, 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 um, Leonardo DiCaprio film. Catch me if you can. About mm-hmm. um, fraud and theft and identity theft and impersonation, um, really nails this uh, be- this this wild historical cutoff period where fraud of a certain sort, of a of of a, an analog sort, was the norm.
1: Yeah, um, totally. And it,
0: yeah, there's there's sort of a hard digitization cutoff point where we really, as a species, had to largely adapt our techniques to defraud each other.
1: Yeah, this is my theory, is that it's just, it was just easier in those days, so I just find it easier, I don't know, I find it easier to swallow.
0: <laughs> yeah, for the, for the time we've seen it, for the three-ish episodes, it's been functional. Yeah, um... We also have Shadow, Hiram, and Hermione apparently spoiling her from the coast for some reason and kicking her out of her house. A lot of parental abdication.
1: It's it's interesting. It's true that they've all, or at least Hiram has always tried to be kind of controlling. Mm -hmm. So um, that feels consistent with their characters. And Mm -hmm. then on the other hand, we've got Betty, who's just like really killing it with this whole feminist sexual awakening
0: yeah she's she's saying all of the like when you want to shake the character in the period piece by the shoulders and scream in their face she's saying all those things out loud but she's she's the character
1: yeah, she's a little like too articulate for a teenager, but I say that and really is that true? Some teenagers are that articulate. I just wasn't one of them.
0: True. I think she is the wrong articulate for a teenager. And it because it's kind of what it's wildly difficult for that dialogue and that delivery to to work for a general audience. Like I I believe yeah, I think it would sound different if equally articulately spoken by an actual kid.
1: Yeah, that's true. I, You know, one of the things that made me think of... I don't know what this movie is called, so I can't name it. But I remember seeing an interview with, I think, Holly Hunter about a role she was playing. And she was playing mm. a sex therapist. Mm. And she was talking about speaking with the woman she was playing who was a real person mm. and this woman had had an experience as a teenager where um, her she had been having sex with um, other teenagers um, as a as a teenager perfectly consensual and legal and fine and everyone was having a good time mm-hmm. and her priest um, oh. told her that she was ruining or hurting these boys that she was having sex
0: with. That's quite a take.
1: And as a teenager, I got the impression from this, and of course this is all third hand, but I got the impression from Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Holly Hunter as she was talking about this woman's life, that even as a teenager, this, this now woman knew that that wasn't, quite right in some way that there yeah. was something wrong with that proposition and she just kind of knew it inherently which I wouldn't have at that age if someone had said that to me I would have been you know devastated and thought I was doing something wrong <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. That's, so yeah as, I just, as I, people I of that while
1: Betty was talking <laughs> like Betty can just tell that something's wrong she has a bit of power because she's yes. read Kinsey's book but she can she's just like she just knows, she knows she's not evil or bad. She knows. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I, yes. that, And it was so satisfying to watch. Um, it, it's, yeah, it's the, it's the thing I wish I said last week to the thing, person who was mean to me, but fantasy, but to patriarchy yeah. and creepy sex doctors not not great sex doctors who are about consent and positivity and support creepy sex doctors who ask minors about inappropriate details
1: yeah i was wondering as we were watching dr Worthers if we were gonna get what exactly we were gonna get and then when she found lolita i was like please goodness mm-hmm. don't let this be a like a a sexual awakening moment for her lolita i I was so worried that that's where the show was going and i was like if they make lolita out to be empowering i'm gonna explode (laughs) anyway i didn't have to explode which is nice
0: how much of this is um funhouse mirror take season five season seven remake take of the grundy arc
1: So that's an interesting question because, of course, there's a moment where Betty is the teacher
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to
1: Archie and they
0: smooch. Mm -hmm.
1: And it's hard not to think of inappropriate Miss Grundy from the first season.
0: Oh, gee, that's uh, no, I meant something completely different. I meant Werther's is the Grundy this time around. Ah, yes, and, that's and interesting. And and the the in the sexual attention from the uh person in a care role is viewed a bit more. I think pragmatically and accurately this time around. Yeah,
1: definitely. Um, that too. There are. There are all these layers to it which are referential to the source material, but also referential Mm. to Riverdale itself, like calling this the Veronica and Betty double digest, for example.
0: Love that. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, But to go back to your point, um, it's true. It is it is like the show is answering itself. And I would imagine all shows that make mistakes probably hope that they get enough seasons to do that in. And I'm glad that Riverdale has gotten the chance to
0: yes uh, and as a rare show that is so fundamentally metatextual um to to get to comment on itself in this, in these ways mm-hmm. it's um yeah it's such a neat experiment what makes more sense in 1955 yeah what's identical totally. what's horrifyingly identical
1: Yeah, well, it goes back to what I think we talked about this in either the first or second episode. We were talking about how Riverdale has stayed in the same point on the political spectrum Mm. from
0: 1955 and how it
1: feels (laughs) very illiberal now and feels kind of par for the course in 1955. Mm Mm-hmm. And, um, I, yeah, I just think that's interesting that it, it's kind of all been bad all the way along, <laughs> you
0: know? It's been a rough 75 years in Riverdale or so, 70, yeah. 65. Well, it has. We've seen it. We've, look at the last seven years. If they've all been like this, oh my God.
1: Yeah. <laughs> It's true. Okay, should we jump in? Should we jump into this fun episode? Let's
0: Let's dig into our Betty and Veronica double digest.
1: All right. Everyone ready to queue up their Netflix?
0: If you're watching along, we're going to get the Netflix Badoom to sync us, pressing play in three, two, one, press and badoom.
1: Oh, I think we're perfectly in sync, Ryan. I'm excited. I hope so. Yeah.
0: Given our our broken, say... broken internets.
1: Oh, the way that this episode was shot, like that beautiful camera work just now, turning around Jughead.
0: Yes. Yes. Lovingly oh. shot. Um, lo- lovingly lit in the, you know, the the best of that we know they can do. Um I'm, I also, love this this stuff grief.
1: about time in this show that we know is experiencing a time messery. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's so. And it's the font that so is, is the font
1: on the front of the Betty and Veronica double digest. It's the same font. Oh,
0: this episode was so <laughs> good. Uh the the beautiful cynicism of of this Betty just. just She's giving us the, the face work and the eye work and the reaction of, you know?
1: You know, it's around interesting. Around in reality. Dr. Worthers offers something about what high school should be, which is true, mm. just not in the way that he means it. Yes. Like, it is There's an academic he, yeah. institution meant to foster learning, where children are not morally compromised which is exactly what he's doing to betty he is there is an ethical compromise here which is not good
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i am again reminded of france medicin spring awakening and the somewhat better known rock musical version by duncan Sheik. A lot of A lot of parents only care about the results and the teachers want you to learn the things for the tests, but actually you need to learn about sex and life and reality and hard emotions. Otherwise you'll make horrible traumatic mistakes that destroy your life.
1: That's true. Listen, um, th- I thought that this scene was like particularly mature for Riverdale. The scene with yes. the kids
0: absolutely um adorable just as a as a as a shot it's it was so sweet and two great little actors being these kids
1: yeah um, and i thought it was also just a very oh gosh this sequence with this song and <laughs> we, we've actually seen betty with a lollipop fairly frequently i that was really fun um Inside
0: betty's head is so great yes the yeah. uh, the sequence with the kids you had another point
1: i this must have been a fun like experience for these actors to shoot it's like and then there's the scene where betty makes out with everybody <laughs> you know what i mean like it's funny <laughs>
0: everybody and um, i i love that it's everybody
1: yeah it's true veronica too um mm-hmm. what i was going to say what was I going to say? You said something really wonderful, and I was like, blah, blah, blah. Mature, For The mature about... scene with the kids. Oh, the mature the, scene with the... the kids. I thought it was like a very tasteful. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was like a very tasteful, gentle, innocent. We're not speculating anything gross about these young children that is not our business to speculate, but we're allowing these kids to. Have a moment where they go, oh, that's an interesting feeling, and I just, I just thought it was like a very, like gentle, thoughtful scene for Riverdale, and I, I really liked it. Also, this volcano is just hysterical. I, oh my god!
0: I completely I was agree ready with for her you, to make out with Dalton,
1: and she didn't, and I was mad about that. But anyway, Karen.
0: <laughs> watching that, watching that sequence, uh, like, over your fantastic point about the earlier scene about these, this mature representation of what we're watching the teenagers making out in, in, in montage. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then they did it right. And then they did this. And it, that was, that was correct. All part of a whole of representing ridic- the ridiculousness of sexuality. Yeah. Ugh. I. What you know, you it's think?
1: interesting. I haven't seen a ton of media There must be some, but I, I personally, in my experience have never read or, no, that's not true. have never seen any media where girls, teenage girls are presented as sexual while not also being boy crazy. Do you know what I mean? Like that sort of Georgia Nicholson, um, uh, what's her name from, uh, Clueless, like it's all sort of presented as this like. G- very girly giggly which there's nothing wrong with i just i've never seen this i haven't it doesn't mean it doesn't yes. exist but it's
0: it's a much less represented reality um yeah blah, 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 um oh god uh, big mouth i'm remind uh i think big oh mouth. yeah deals with this kind of crass, um, and I mean crass, not that the show's crass humor, but that the crassness is inherent to being uh, a horny teenager who doesn't know what's happening.
1: Right. Yeah, I Big Mouth was not for me, but it's true that Big Mouth does do that. Mm-hmm. I Oof. I thought um, Lily Reinhardt mm. did some beautiful work with these lines here. Like, like these... Pauses that she's taking mm-hmm. are really well. They're just really beautiful m- moments of like very sincere teenage realizations that she's. Yeah. I don't know, just the way she's working the lines. I found it really unsaccharine, really unbreathy. I was just so on board with her.
0: It, it's it's a good monologue. It's a good yeah. spread out or it's not a monologue it's a dialogue but it's a dialogue of wonderful statements that she gets to say as well as we wish we could say these things the first
1: time. yeah that's a that's a great way of putting it. I just I find a lot of sometimes those lines are accompanied with a I just I've just realized this you know what I mean there's like a bit of that's mm-hmm. sort of what I meant by not being too breathy. I just found it yes, oh yes. man it was it was a great little moment I really great acting beautiful
0: acting. The steady confidence of delivery, the confidence yeah. in the ideas. Oh, Alice is so s- s- there's so much sadness in Alice's arc this episode.
1: Yeah, oh man, beautiful work from Major Namek too. Just, oh, what a mm-hmm. treat this episode was!
0: What a fantastic. Also, this duo. is a
1: just amazing dress on Veronica, <laughs> so good.
0: I'm a sucker for Cheryl and Veronica as, um, mm. colleagues, as, as peers on the same chessboard. It's, it's, it, it always yeah. pleases me when they are allied, allied forces in this manner.
1: Listen, do they drop in little Vancouverisms on on purpose like having the orpheum theater i in mean there, which is a theater in vancouver
0: whether they do it on purpose or not they're well, writers and cast all live here a whole bunch so it sneaks into your into your brain
1: yeah yeah i wonder about that because there was another episode where i was like oh that's a vancouver place name that had just kind of been snuck in a little
0: anyway yeah or or almost. Or almost. And the dirty little secret. Those twenty five cent popcorns are egregiously overpriced.
1: Yeah. I I thought I wasn't sure about some of Veronica's plot, but we can we can get to it when we come to it. The plot between her and Reggie, I just wasn't sure what the point was that they were trying to make. Oh my gosh, look at these, (laughs) these guys have all been like sheened up before the shot. That's really funny.
0: Oh, they show one
1: of uh, that actor's tattoos. I wonder if that was on purpose.
0: I mean, probably. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Thanks. Maybe. Thanks. Um, I, everyone's bought peacocking body language at acknowledging that Veronica is here. That yeah, just there's just a joy. woman
1: in the boys' locker room, and everyone's like, "Oh, hello."
0: <laughs> and present, gentlemen. I, I liked seeing Reggie in this world. Um, aside from the point of it, aside from the impact of it, I liked seeing this very authentic Reggie and um, spending more time with him because he is, he is indeed Reggie. Yeah. But he's a
1: very different characterization of Reggie from the other ones. I love how like different the work is that they're getting this actor
0: to do. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. They're giving him a lot to, a lot to do. Um, It's a, it's yeah, it's a beautiful range for the character and given that they don't seem to need or want him as an antagonist i like we've got julian blossom um standing in for a whole lot of bullies
1: yeah absolutely oh man i really didn't know know. i thought they were gonna save this somehow yeah is this is this a set i wonder if this is the old babylonium the casino set
0: That would make, no, that would make sense. That would make sense. The projection room being where she, where her office was. Yeah. We're going to have to do actual comparison of screenshots, but. uh,
1: That's something I'm finding this season is doing really beautifully is all these references to the other seasons. I just mm -hmm, think they're, mm -hmm. it's, they're not laying it on too thick. It's like very fun. And this episode was about time which is a favorite topic of mine and i love when it turns up in pop culture
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: shout out to um, the prisoner of azkaban which was the first movie where i was like this movie is for me because it's about time
0: <laughs> also shout out
1: to russian Ark*, which i saw around the same time anyway it doesn't matter um uh, cheryl has turned yeah, I was. I, this scene was like so. This is so. What would happen if a teenager owned a business and then invited a bunch of teenagers? That's what was so fun about it. They yeah, all end up yeah, throwing yeah. popcorn at her and want their money back. I just think it's funny.
0: <laughs> yeah, the failure is very in scale. It it's a the punishment fits the crime. The the crime yeah. was hubris. Yes, crime was hubris. No, <laughs> The crime was going against Daddy once more.
1: Yeah, so this business about her not turning up for the dates, like, I just didn't know. Are they just trying to sort of throw a wrench in the advancement of the Reggie-Veronica plot? Or are they trying to make a point about, Business women versus romance women, which I think is kind of annoying. Hmm. I just don't know what they're doing. I'm curious.
0: I, I, I read this in closer scale. Um, the, 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 the minutiae of Veronica's life as she takes on a new thing, um, carrying on the interest of the exciting new mantle man. Um, I guess I, I saw it just as a continued clash of the parts of her life and priorities as the Babylonian takes over.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. It
0: certainly could be. I think be, you're right. Uh it could be that starker paradigm. It it's, it it follows those lines. Um those very gendered lines. I think we're yeah. doing something a little smaller scale here. We're Was
1: tempted- this act was this actor jughead's agent when he was a writer no, in his late maybe. 20s
0: i don't time doesn't exist that was 18 years ago but we can check we should check that's a great observation and that would be <laughs> a, one of an excellent recycle background re- recycle support character which they've they have been doing very well
1: this was a fun little montage that's really reminded me of movies from this era
0: yeah a little failure montage but um also yeah, not necessarily the way no nice... the... oh, sorry go on the no, camera... no, go for it. i was going to say that the 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 practical camera movement actually really was charming to me i'm thinking of i'm thinking of how this period is often Not the cinematography of the period, but the cinematography of the presentation of the period. Mm. It's stereotypical in the right way?
1: Yeah, totally.
0: Yeah.
1: They've got this typed up list with phones, numbers that you can actually call. Or no, sorry, there's names, people you can actually talk to. It was actually more what I wanted to say. This great vintage mug. Oh, (laughs) It's a great scene. Filing cabinets. Oh, so good.
0: What a, what a horrible time for collecting data and cold calling. The worst part of business that is still the worst thing. Ugh.
1: Yeah. Oh, I like this detail. Kevin's got his jacket off. He's like, I can't.
0: Ugh. <laughs> I like that. This is Veronica's team right now. I like this Casper. Fragments that we have um, stuck together for, for a couple of episodes now.
1: Yeah, I do too. I like this team a lot. I would be interested in like a, an episode of just ins and outs of the people at the Babylonium. So we get some more Clay and Kevin time. I think that would be fun.
0: I'm excited to see how... Clay is dragged along into the shenanigans whenever whenced ever they pop off. Yeah. Yeah. He's not from the before times. No, also, he's not. I'm, he's new. I'm here for Julian turning into a doll.
1: A doll? Oh, yeah. a doll. I forgot about the Julian doll.
0: <laughs> whenever
1: yeah. I think of the Julian doll, I just think of um Tony's face. <laughs> At that table being like, what am I doing? What have I got myself into? What is going on?
0: Which was a great shot.
1: Oh, another well, great outfit Betty. on Betty. Oh, and then because we get this vivid, creepy shot of his face.
0: Sexual dream. Blech. It is a totally normal thing to ask. Ever. <laughs> and then... And then this. In what feels like a strategy to me of malicious compliance. Um, she... Shares this fantasy in some capacity. Yeah. I see where the... I see where the, the Grandy Parallels also pop up with here. Um, I like that this is being thrown out there as campy fantasy scenario. Mm-hmm. Rather than being the fantasy scenario. Yeah, this is, this is the fluff of absurd erotica.
1: It's also so like the way, even the way that Betty tilts her head is like so. Reminds me so much of movies from this era, like even like mm. the way her hair looks, the way they've got her costume. It's just so in period. It's really fun. Of course, there's not smooching like this in period, but. <laughs>
0: I wonder how much of this season is the show that they kind of wish they would have made season one if they knew what they knew now after making all of this and training their cast. Like, yeah. a lot of the statements, a lot of the, the recurrent themes, how much is intentional callback? How much is just, what if we did it again, but better? Yeah. <laughs>
1: that's true i mean as soon as she mentions the diaries like we know where this plot is going
0: mm-hmm. or we think we do
1: i was surprised by the priest
0: yes uh oh. horrible horrible impulse alice
1: yeah this is another one where her the lines are so well paced that i buy this she's basically saying her subtext here
0: yes Yes, and, and
1: it really yeah. works the way she's paced the lines
0: I like how defeated worthers is in this dialogue as this episode progresses yeah like he, he's trying to participate but he's floundering and there's an energy of loss of desperation.
1: Yeah, I mean, you would think that a a, a doctor who is actually doing his job would have an interview like this and have an aha moment like, oh my goodness, teenage girls are just like teenage boys. They're, you know.
0: Yeah. Alas.
1: I don't know.
0: If, if, he, if he were a decent person, this would have been an off ramp.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh. <sighs> Again, these two. Good chemistry. Yeah. you just friend chemistry, good emotion and pop culture reference chemistry.
1: Yeah. It's also interesting Jughead's getting these like little cameo moments in this episode, which is exactly what he would get in a Veronica Betty and Veronica kind of double digest. They would yes. like come to him for a plot point and then he would disappear.
0: A little bit of wise advice. Yeah. I Absolutely. am also. He's finally. Here
1: for the he, go ahead.
0: Depictions of grief, always depictions of grief, is my jam. Yes. This sweet puppy dog jughead being sad. That's a good wallow.
1: Yeah, I wonder if this is true about the Tingler. I bet it is.
0: There, yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not the specific story. I agree. It sounds. It sounds like the kind of ridiculousness that we do in theater still. Yes. We still gimmick. I I I did a show with scents once. It was great. I I had a whole fan system and wafted different tropical scents. As the I saw that show. Seasons progressed. It's a gimmick. It's gimmick. It's fun. It's fun. And then the Reverend who looks awkward the more he realizes what he's stepped into. Uh, you perform an exorcism, right?
1: And he's all like, oh, it's a joke. Is it a joke? What's going on? Also, confession is not common in the Protestant church. I just want to flag. So her opening about up, that. I, yeah. From what I understand anyway, there was my I I have heard someone say that they've seen confessionals in Protestant churches, but never used.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, the 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 intention tracks, but over in Catholicism, it's a whole it's a whole ritual at several yeah. stages and built into in built in stages. It's a whole thing that we have to do. Ugh. I'm a grown woman, I don't need therapy. Okay. Yep, so say we all.
1: Well, do we say that or do we know better?
0: I think we know better and we still say it far too often. That's possibly true.
1: Ooh, that was a great scene with the flashlight in the window of the high school. I didn't notice Mm -hmm. that the first time around.
0: Beautiful little visual details this episode.
1: Yeah. Oh, so well lit. I felt like I was being you the whole time I was watching. I was like, oh, that lighting choice is cool. And that (laughs) lighting choice is cool.
0: My work is done. In time for the final season, I can can die happy. My knowledge is in the podcast ether. Come on, Tracy True. Ah,
1: yes, Tracy True.
0: Also such a season one vibe. Yeah, I like that
1: it's the first time she's doing it. Yeah. So what I want to know is if Betty pockets that.
0: Switchblade? Yeah. I
1: Also, why did she pull out those two items so... Have we seen those get confiscated already?
0: I did wonder that. Um... Yeah.
1: Hmm.
0: Oh, well, Anyway, my memory no longer works. I've I'm past the age of thirty. All life is the present, and we're back <laughs> with Jughead. Uh, get, yeah. Having some sweet grief wisdom.
1: It's interesting to see these two characters in a booth at Pops. They've been in these two characters in particular have been in a booth at mm. Pops in so many different configurations. I just this yeah. is like it's fun that there is a new one. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, Jughead's the pop culture guy.
1: All oh, right, Nabokov is still alive. Yeah. <laughs> he says Nabokov's b- latest novel. And I was just like, <laughs> latest? What do you mean?
0: <laughs> uh, it's a book for perverts. Well, it's complicated. But the dude reading it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I remember reading in a book called Reading Lolita in Tehran, which is a beautiful book. Um, mm. that uh, which is about an English language book club in Tehran during the revolution, anyway, mm-hmm. or not during the revolution, during a more recent period. doesn't matter. Um, the uh point I was gonna make is apparently Nabokov got the idea for this book reading about a chimp who had been taught to draw, and the first thing the chimp drew of its own accord were the bars on its cage.
0: Oh and that's what that's gave him the creepy. idea for Lolita. Yeah. Wow. And,
1: yeah, and of course Lolita is is a book about abuse told from the point of view of the abuser.
0: Mm-hmm. Anyway. Lovely. Heavy
1: stuff. Let's uh move on to the crawling eye. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and um a little invention of immersive theater?
1: yeah i mean this is something i've been to at the cinema um i went to a like 4d cinema experience once i think at universal Mm -hmm. studios and um Mm -hmm. there was like air that blew on us and water that came from nowhere and and i love how dilton points out the time is the fourth dimension when this episode is about time and this show is kind of also (laughs) about time uh, Riverdale gang I'm so sorry I have to let the cat out of the room that I am recording in I'm gonna step away from the mic it's
0: very important step mic. Chloe oh. stepped away from the mic well we learn arts and crafts with Kevin and Clay which is super within their job description this is completely within their paid professional hours I'm sure
1: Yes. Also, so many references to balls. Also, I want to know what Archie and Reggie are talking about so closely. Um, My cat has decided that she doesn't want to go out of the door anymore, so we're here.
0: This is their way. Which cat? Tazzy. Hi, Tazzy. Sweet, old, wooly girl.
1: Come
0: Taz. Taz wants to come
1: be a co-host.
0: She has the loudest meow. And you'd be handsomely compensated. This is a way of flirting. Hire your crush. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Options. Both of them. <laughs> <sighs> I... The power move that Betty makes. Or the, the, the multiple, multiple power moves. Um, even when she faces consequences... Steps bluntly into it. There's no question that this is the the thing she's doing.
1: Yep, absolutely. Yeah, it's Betty's a, a very powerful a character. It's fun.
0: It's beautiful confidence. <sighs>
1: I love how how deeply Betty. unimpressed Cheryl is of every, of everything, and then she has such a blast in the movie.
0: <laughs> yes, um, I really enjoy, I really enjoy Cheryl getting caught up at being a teenager. Those are great. Yes. Yeah. And Madeline Pet still delivers them um, with a, a teenish Glee challenge accepted Veronica. Yeah. Yes.
1: I love how Cheryl wants to be in on things, but is so annoyed about it while it's happening.
0: <laughs> yes. <gasps> very she funny. Wants, she's a terrible sport and a terrible teammate so much of the time.
1: Also, when are we going to go back to pregnant Midge?
0: Oh, yeah. She's just here. Uh, She's just here. And she
1: is, I have to say, going through the first trimester (laughs) while being a cheerleader (laughs) and doing schoolwork (laughs) and hiding the fact that she's pregnant. (laughs) Like,
0: it's
1: not. I mean, some people have an easy pregnancy. Who am I to say what people should and should not experience? But (laughs) I'm just saying
0: i like how much time they spent on the human audience reaction um Mm -hmm. there's something really charming about um the exaggerating uh, what feels like really exaggerated reactions of an audience seeing something for from for the first time in a in a Mm -hmm. period way Contextualizing how new this weird stuff is.
1: Yeah. I, I also love that Midge and Fangs respond to it by making out. That's very fun.
0: <laughs> Adrenaline junkie. It's
1: a yeah.
0: social state. And site, Cheryl's site laughing.
1: Site. Oh, that's so fun.
0: Some going through scary things. And having an unrelated adrenaline spike is a uh, leads to more successful dating outcomes, roughly. Yeah, you you think the date was better if you got a little scare?
1: Yeah, sounds true. Why not?
0: (laughs) It was one of the the pet social science projects.
1: Sweater on with her name embroidered on it. That's so cute.
0: Delightful. Even though Alice did that, probably. Well she too is a sex crazed young woman. <laughs> She's twelve. Uh and she talks down to Worthers increasingly as he fails. Only creepier. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's completely inappropriate. Yep. And taking what research notes or something,
1: yeah. It's dodgy, Mm -hmm.
0: so dodgy. God knows what with those notebooks at night, and he swallows with guilt. Yuck,
1: yeah. I also (sighs) love that this talking to she gives him kind of scares him.
0: Yeah, it's a little bit of an
1: interesting.
0: yeah, I see you. From a dude who's clearly um cultivated power positions all around around. Yeah. And uh yeah, success destroys Veronica's social life and family life. This is how it yes. <laughs> Oh,
1: waiting should. to recognize some of these extras, but these extras actually kind of look like they might be real teenagers.
0: Yeah, the babies should have. Yeah, you you really should have locked down your star act after the first night success, or hired literally anyone to be in those suits.
1: Anyway, I didn't really know what what the point of this scene
0: was. To say, to say balls a lot.
1: I guess so which is another thing they would do in the 50s of like saying highly sexualized lines i feel and then having mm-hmm. it be about something else i suppose they still do yep. that in film scripts
0: it's it's an ever evolving form of skirting the censorship
1: they're like uh, yeah great we didn't want to do it
0: okay Bye. thanks and now we flirt again He's very um, patient. He is. being brushed off this much.
1: Yeah, I feel like I, I've i never been someone who's pursued anybody, but I feel like I'd only tried twice, and this dude's, like, trying, you know? It's good.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, she does keep explicitly saying she's interested. Yes. Her actions just fail to follow through. In a way that in another episode could very well have been some intentional Veronica Lodge manipulations. Yeah. And we know that because we are sitting with her, it's not that. But we also need to remember what, she, what her and Archie's dating time was like. There's nothing wrong with me. Yeah. Oh, Alice. I, um, I, I love, love how Alice scene. is trying
1: to gaslight Betty and <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and just, I'm, I'm already thinking when the tension pops with Hal. Hmm.
1: Yeah, this is a it, great scene. So
0: striking. Mm, the flinch reaction. Oh, Machinamic. You're wonderful. Yeah. The way that I, she has to search for what to do next.
1: Yeah, she's, she's so caught, caught off guard. It.
0: Just be honest with me, I'm right here. Yeah. Fabulously stated point. Just talk to, talk to your child. Unfortunately, intergenerational trauma is a thing.
1: That is yeah, and I'm curious fault. to know what the story is going to be. If there's going to be like a secret child, if there's like there was in the previous mm. seasons, if there's going mm. to be, I know bad things about your father, like there was in previous seasons, although she didn't know.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just,
1: I wonder what's going to happen.
0: Yes. She's, she seems to be pressuring Betty to adhere to the, to the beats of social normalcy that she is clinging to, uh, or that are all, that are the that are the bars of her cage, if you will. Um, and I... I tend to read that as a bit of a... The projection that this has to be worthwhile. Otherwise, why have I tried so hard?
1: Yeah. This must
0: also be worthwhile for you. So, it's oh, such an interesting
1: just, choice... Oh he made here
0: yeah just shut it down all she's sacrificed yeah. for you wedding yeah day.
1: and she kind of she being um Alice mm-hmm. kind of wants to I don't even know what she wants here it's just such a strange complicated scene
0: mm-hmm
1: Yeah, I thought that was a great, that's a great scene on Riverdale. And then this, I didn't even know what this meant. This is so out of left field.
0: Yes, like something is broken here. Um, But what
1: is it? This feels different than the other seasons to me. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know.
0: I feel like this is a Betty who's extremely grounded. um, Who's who's spent this whole episode with a lot of lead up sitting in her sitting in true things if you will as a character um and this this runaway reaction from alice this she's scared of something
1: yeah and i wonder Getting what close
0: scared her yeah
1: i wonder if we're gonna find out that hal isn't the fault no that's not true i don't know what's it gonna be
0: Honestly, it could just be the normal state of life in many nuclear families in the 50s. Like, yeah, that's plenty.
1: <laughs> I guess so, yeah. <laughs> I guess that's true. Also, randomly trans-private colors on the cupboard behind her. <laughs> don't know hey, what that's about.
0: There's someone in set dressing. Yeah.
1: I don't fun. think that means anything. I think that was unintentional. No. They're great colors <laughs> to put together
0: the beautiful pastels of the era
1: mm. Ugh,
0: and just betty's processing face she knows it's not it is yeah not right. i love
1: that that's gonna be a punishment and betty's just like okay I'll, i guess i'll make my own breakfast
0: <laughs> read my own diaries it's like i always have wanted to be the only person
1: i love I'll this kevin moment of like i just don't i just don't have I just don't have patience for this straight boy sadness. He's mm-hmm. <laughs> all so, like, mm-hmm. I have a job mm-hmm. to do. <laughs>
0: uh, And, um... Mm, so this is an escalation, right? Because Veronica just took on her parents and won. Yeah. That's... Yeah. You, usually heralds something bigger and badder in our past seasons.
1: That's true. Although she very happily curls up in the bed, in the projection booth later in the episode. I felt a lot of envy mm-hmm. actually for Veronica in this episode. <laughs> I had this little moment room of room like, what if I just quit and bought a cinema, I'm not going to do that.
0: <laughs> uh, yes. The, there's something, it's the pastoral dream. What if I just had a coffee mm. shop in, in a little village? And worked my humble amount, and lived my happy life. And now she's a homeless child. Hey. I
1: I didn't. Smithers doesn't intervene here, which feels unsmithersly.
0: Agreed. Um. Although, what can
1: he really do? I guess.
0: Yeah. He can send her stuff along. But um. Yeah, he's a frontline soldier delivering bad news. Just a little supportive smile. I guess she's fine. Yeah. (laughs) He does know she owns a building, I guess. Start from the bottom. (laughs) Also,
1: did she just happen to have her uh, negligee in her bag?
0: (laughs) In the Babylonium, of course. Yes. I love that the portrait has been replaced by the movie poster. That's a, that's a neat little niche.
1: Yeah, that is fun. And I also love that she's happy here because I don't feel like the Mm -hmm. last time she slept in the Babylonian or no, she slept in the white worm maybe or in the, she just didn't seem happy. happy. She seemed really bummed out and she's happy this time.
0: Yes. And, And it lingered on that. It lingered on her smile. And yeah. I popped. I love a
1: Pop just being supportive of Jughead here. Do you want another one?
0: When does the man sleep?
1: Pop or uh, Jughead? Or both?
0: Both, I suppose. Pops, especially.
1: Well, I think that they're playing with an interesting Betty and Veronica Digest time loop thing here because. Jughead would just always be in here eating burgers and it's like he doesn't go home to sleep and it seems like only a few hours have passed but they've both been in to see him on multiple days. I don't know. It's just fun the way they've done it.
0: Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I've created a timeless space Mm -hmm. in the world of... In the world. And here's where I feel like we're inching towards a, a big um a big change, a big twist. This, yeah. uh, not this, not this. Sheriff Keller, why are you, you're still investigating a suicide? What? <laughs> but, um, the beat of satisfaction yeah. that we hit with Veronica, the beat of sa- <clears throat> satisfaction that we hit with, with, um, Betty, devastating satisfaction. Like she won, but at what cost? Her mother was. Yeah. Not Conflict. But um,
1: if you heard me say yes quietly uh, two or three times, it was because I was saying yes when the siren light flashed onto Jughead's face. I thought that was a wonderful piece (laughs) of lighting. Um, Yes. I was thinking just at the end of the episode there, um, Jughead's all like, what, you're going to need my help? As if his character hasn't been literally <laughs> deputized by his own corrupt cop father. <laughs> uh, not that corrupt. Not corrupt compared to other
0: the good cops corrupt. of
1: television. but
0: Anti-cop corrupt.
1: Thanks for Lord's son to... <laughs> I don't know. This show has made some strange choices.
0: Gangster that was trinks. a great
1: episode. I just, I loved... I, there was not a flaw in that episode. It was so good.
0: I feel teed up for um a very big uh, something in the next week or two. I feel like,
1: yeah, I feel like
0: we're at we're at the right place for it it's in the season.
1: It's true. We're almost midway through the season, and everything has been set up pretty well up until now. When's it all gonna pop? Mm-hmm. You're right.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we have um two more weeks steady scheduled so like we'll be back okay. next week we'll be back the week after um i'm not positive if they've scheduled the ones after that what is past that or if we get a little hiatus I, i've been waiting for a little hiatus yeah but uh well we'll see yeah. riverdale gang
1: will definitely be here obviously we're going to be posting a little later from now on now that my Work situation is about to change. It's very <laughs> like tragic.
0: Day job to spoil a good convenient mm. schedule. It's Truly. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we'll be back t- same riverdale time and channel next week, gang. Till then. Um... Bye. Ta. Ta. Have a good week, Riverdale gang.